Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, 5D Collective. It's a new moon, and I don't know if you'll hear it on the new moon or if you'll hear it the day after, but in all cases, our lovely channeled guidance and messages serve your higher potential at all times. So you really will be hearing about aspects that you are intuitively already aware of because that's what a 5D collective person has, is awareness of self. And that awareness involves you being able to understand that your whole self is a restorative embodied self when you have achieved secure attachment on your own organically or, and obviously not on your own, meaning you will have began life with secure attachment, caregiver, or if let's say you do it through therapy, then you do it through therapy. But either cases, you'll get to be a person who has the restorative embodied self thanks to being given the tools. And this is the one piece that misses the puzzle of the 4D, the 4D collective continues to separate people into categories, even the whole twin flame, they're starting to you know, deviate with, uh, you got a divine counterpart, now you got a catalyst, now you got, you know, like this oversoul is just becoming a bunch of teenagers with different types of labels for each other. And on that note, the first message is, uh, if you're 5D, you unconditionally love people and yourself with flaws and imperfections, because it's straightforward. And even if you are not yet securely attached, that's why there are people who organically move into their own ability to recognize, oh, wait a minute, I don't have a relationship with my emotional body. Let me go and start working on that versus ignore it. And on that note, for the complete new moon energy, you can revisit or visit. There's three videos that I posted on our IHP YouTube channel yesterday or today, actually, because I am going to post this today. So the 13th is the day that we're talking about right now. Yes. And on that note, as I was saying, those who organically work to get themselves out of shame cycle with compulsive activity can do it. Of course, they have the willpower. We all can. But like Patrick Tiahan points out, Reiki or anything related to energy healing and to the holistic plane is not enough. So you feeling good, okay? It's beyond the feeling good. It's the behavior. Your behavior is the pattern besides compulsive potentially. So it needs to be that a person has the stamina to say, I will persevere because I'm choosing to disengage from the behavior. However, there's also to note, not knowing about trauma and not knowing the importance of if you have moments of blackout, that's why you would want to know about the good therapists because of understanding the journey is one that takes time and it involves you learning to ground in your consciousness. It involves you learning to be learning and not learning. It's a process of integration of the brain, excuse me, and integrating those charged parts. All of us have them. But for those who also have trauma memory and attachment wounds, it involves you actually beginning to do things that are opposite what you tend to do. And in this case, co-regulation is unsafe. I'm just going to equate it this way. So the three-year-old broken heart, those first three years of life, okay, we'll, we'll use this general talking. Please don't make lists. I'm not the 
therapist. I am a human being who's trauma-informed and somatic-informed who consults, who does coaching, who does mentoring. I am a level of, if you can easily handle yourself and maintain yourself on track, great. This is where you will thrive with everything immediately. If you have any type of it's struggling, okay, that's not a bad thing. Allow yourself to go understand it means that there's more beneath the surface. And so I'm here to say good therapist, important, or if you can't find it here, let's use Carrie. Thank you so much. The lady who did the video, what I wish I knew before I began therapy, therapy, EMDR, working with somebody who does EMDR, IFS, internal family system, learn those words. And it can be child parts and then the somatics. Somatics is a type of therapy. Have a person be specialized and or know of all three and they need to hold space for your inner child. Like Patrick Tiahan says, and he's a therapist and he has a community. In fact, I highly suggest for anyone who feels struggle with emotions to be able and begin there because he's good at what he shares and he knows what he's talking about and he's healed and healing and he's just legit as heck and knows that projection is something we all deal with. So when you learn healthy boundaries, it's not because you're canceling people, no. And the whole twin flame, divine mask, and divine, again, they're, they're doing shit without knowing that one, there's a bunch of people who just did trauma bonding. That's all it was, not a twin flame. And I, everybody though chooses their experience so obviously i'm nobody here but uh new moon so again you are 5d when you say i have a relationship with my oversoul and no person's gonna tell me what that is so that's number one you would be a person who drives your driver's seat like the chariot and you don't need to be perfect no one needs to be perfect this is the part loving loving flaws and perfections is what perfect is so no one needs fixing. The restorative embodied self is what you want back for those who don't have the opportunity to maintain a differentiated self and a whole three-year-old heart. Some of you have come to where you're whole now. You know your past or background and you're working on becoming the full-fledged emotional three-year-old of yourself as an adult. That's great. And some are on the journey now. So they get to have support from those who are unconditionally loving with all people and we look at them in their eyes and we know they don't need fixing. We enlighten them on the beauty that they are just the way they are, but also about attachment, trauma, and how those can impact the person's behavior. And for those who easily take steps, again, organically, I should say, that's where they will lead themselves to inner and outer well-being and they will have conversations about these things without a shame cycle, without anything being like, let me hide it from you. They will openly come and talk to you about stuff. People who are serious about becoming their whole integrated restorative embodied self, they will talk because they're on a journey that is called I'm a human and I want to emotionally and mentally be participant to this journey. The information of attachment and trauma is important because people don't realize. So I have had a couple consultations in the past days and reminded again of people who don't want to go there. And that means they don't want to explore their depths of emotions. They get consultation. They get their energy body feels great. Now they're good and they don't actually commit to personal development okay so that's why one 
for the master class when we have it it will be with groups so that you can be each other's buddy of uh, I'm going to keep you in check you're going to keep me in check meaning you have support we have group that supports but because you're choosing to consistently one build relationships and handle what comes up with your grown-up version that doesn't mean you don't fuck it up no fuck it up we don't fuck up anything it means that we are a group that says you're safe to be you and if you do bring out one of those triggers or one of those things that comes from your trigger we we are deciding as a group to support each other for my mystics the difference here is we don't do 4d talk (laughs) nobody's like ah you need to get rid of your twin flame or your divine masculine or your divine feminine no Uh, solo poly lady here we we're 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 loving many some of us and they're like ah you're all here come on board come on the ship the ship is plenty and big (laughs) we can speak don't touch me (laughs) So here's where we we love unconditionally. Some are romantic, some are platonic, some are just those people in our lives. But that's the part just, we don't like using words. Let's use their names, please. We all can be safe haven and secure base if you are moving to become your own person because you learn to self-regulate when in distress and you know what you are passionate about, what you're interested in. You understand how life works. And so it's straightforward. You put one step in front of the other, which is why it takes motivation. What motivates you to get out of your dysfunctional pattern? Okay, so if you're going to become aligned with your actions so that they can match your values and your inner knowingness of what's right for you, this is integrity. How's your throat chakra? How are you going to speak and how are you going to get to that? You're going to want to use the power of thought and the power of words, but also the power of action. And it's not by getting rid of people. It's by actually handling yourself in a way that you want to. So motivation sometimes can come from, I'm going to show everyone how awesome I can become. And then eventually, though, if you become the full-fledged adult of you, means you look back and say, wow, thank goodness I I actually was uh, motivated by all those who did not believe that I could do it. And not in a way of having a poisoned tooth, if you will. In a way of actually, once you achieve adulthood emotionally, it's because your teenager is no longer leading you with the anger of the three-year-old, which again is the first years of life, being in a scary-ass body emotionally. I was left unattended. I had a trust break or more. No one showed up for me. And my body is screaming like bloody murder the zero one-year-old attached panicky. What people don't realize is when they talk about human beings as no one will ever show up for you, humans suffer, humans live, human, the human, human, human. It's their own infancy, their own zero one-year-old because we all have implicit memory. And actually, Daniel Siegel presents, we all have implicit bias, but here's where my 5D collective, we are grown-ups, so I don't talk to ego-sensitive people. When I come to do any of my episodes, I don't uh, have people that will be a part of the <laughs> IHP community if they're ego-sensitive because they're going to do like our naysayer did. Oh, pseudoscience lady, self-help bullshit, crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because you don't know how to handle your three-year-old. I know how to handle mine and I know how to make the best of something you said because you're human. And oh, by the way, I respect that you find it bullshit and crap. <laughs> 
I find a lot of things bullshit and crap. Uh, you don't see me pouting about it, but hey, you know what? Again, oh, by the way, online marketer. So you, you did me a service. You, you helped me to know how to handle myself effectively so that I could say, yes, woo lady here. And it's okay that some people say, oh, then I don't want. Yes, go away. Please, please go away. Pseudoscience from my asshole. That's where I speak from. Okay, the, the, the people, I love, I love people. Aren't you a little, isn't it too much? No, no, no. If you're that easily swayed to go somewhere else, I'm happy that you go somewhere else. Because see, again, we don't waste time. And in this case, I don't waste my time and I don't like to waste other people's time. And people do resonate with messages. And they have very, very focused ideas. Oh, also they have blinders when it comes to their ego. So at least I know that I'll be making sure somebody knows what they're going to handle before they get into it so that they don't, you know, leave disappointed. Disappointment, it's a bummer. And especially when it's projected upon subjective opinions. <laughs> oh, you're a piece of shit lady. Uh, okay, let me tell you ahead of I'm a piece of shit lady. Okay, how does that sound? So this is where people really, the emotional strings, they don't get pulled by the three-year-old whole heart. They gave us opportunity to say, okay, let me consider that. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I totally did not think about that one. You enlightened me to know how to express myself better. That's what we get from our oversoul. Oh, how can I express? Okay, this. So what we love more than anything on this lovely new moon are the people who let us be our fucking flawed, imperfect woo-woo selves. Okay, so this is what is nice when you meet people who let you be yourself. It's always fun. And it's always loving. And it's always laughs and smiles. And it's always knowing that you support each other. So people need to know about attachment and the self, because a person who doesn't have secure attachment has a fragmented sense of self. And there's very important topics. I won't be doing some psych education in this one, but being yourself and knowing that nobody needs fixing is about knowing of you can return to your restorative embodied self because of trauma therapists, good ones, and personal development. And you can be respectful, understanding of your journey as a human being, this involves you knowing the three-year-old is important because, again, healthy self-worth comes with a differentiated self. It means I'm not superior or inferior to you. Healthy self-esteem is I unconditionally love me. I unconditionally love you because I can, as a enlightenment soul age person, I'm speaking from that mouth, and emotional regulation skills, they're taken seriously as well as handled and inner outer well-being. You're doing integration of the brain, Okay. You're working with your human being brain and your nervous system is part of that. So infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences. Are you alive <clears throat> from your nervous system because you're in your ventral vagal nervous system when you have an integrated brain? You love life and you love people. And it's a whole three-year-old heart. So nobody pulls at strings because your heart will feel sad when you get into a fight. It will feel potentially mad. The, all those feelings don't go away, but we don't project them. We take ownership of them and we also say, you know what, I want to feel better. <laughs> I'm not going to be tossed around by my waves, which is our limbic system. When that is felt, I know I remember it. I'm like, you know, I can go from one extreme to another. How about I sit in the middle? Because I think that's probably more ideal than this. Because this, you know, every time there's a big moment, it's kind of a pain in my ass. Because I'm just all into the emotional depth and it uses my time in a way that I don't want to use. These are the conversations of inner growth mindset. Not, oh, the humans out there, they're so assholes. Oh my God, everybody's dying. 
oh, let me feel bad for some person who didn't do any information before saying, I know everything. No, you don't. We don't. None of us do. What really gets me upset are the people in 4D land right now and the bad educators. But let me put my personal opinions to the side as I want to stay focused and share the episode for this lovely new moon energy, leaving all that does not serve you, leaving the idea of what you should be, could be based on people outside of you, knowing that you can be your own self and actually harness yourself and that you do obviously want some support. Okay, so knowing one's own toxic patterns, very important taking it seriously and understanding that to become a grown-up, there's need to be serious of getting out of whatever is keeping you in a nine of swords and eight of swords energy, but it is not by, by blaming the group. It is not by blaming mother, father, parents, mother, mother, father, father, sisters, brothers, all of that. No. Shame, blame, fault are for people who don't want to take ownership. They're projecting and revenge too. So projecting means something that you will notice emotionally and with words. And that's something that equates a person who is still on a journey to become their adult. Once they do, they will become soft. And that's something that requires also time. Okay, the part of our different charged parts, child parts, those are what you and I all have every single person and those who have attachment wounds and unresolved trauma or just trauma memory from emotional abuse, physical abuse, or emotional neglect, physical neglect, they have a longer journey to create the wholeness and it is in the need of their own Ability to be aware of the good psych education. So you can move and heal out of, for example, dissociative identity disorder. For now, it's still called that. It might be called response at one point. I think it will. But the course that I'm taking, the lady who's healed, she says, I did this course with you. Came to tell my story because I want people to know that they're healable, meaning they're not even broken, actually. She, She says, they can move out of what is the ID and be their self. And so she just says, we're not broken. We, we don't need fixing. She, she wants people to understand that, that the brain that is yours of the infant protected you in your home, the embodied brain. And this is why it's bullshit that there's therapists out there who actually don't believe this stuff. It's like, how do you not believe updated information? What are you, a moron? How are you going to school? How are you getting your degree? Why are you even getting a degree? Why don't we have... Rules in place that say, you know what, if you don't know how to stay advanced with the times, you you know no more license for you. Because if you want to be a person who offers a service, you should consistently be educating because our scientists find new information and integrating. That's what it means to expand what you're doing and also, by the way, that you care about what you're doing. If you care, you're not done learning ever. Like if you care about being a person, you're not done ever. So being ourselves, we're never done learning how to harness the adult version. I still got my three-year-old with my family, for example, my mother and my twin. I might have it forever, who knows? But that gives me the opportunity to play with love and to play with my family, meaning to try and work it out. Always we work it out. This doesn't mean canceling people. Okay, so once a person knows you can be yourself, 
But hey, if you got preoccupied attachment, let's learn your triggers, shall we? And let's take ownership versus you have to be here for me. And if you're not, then I'm going to come and actually accuse you and use words with you, which is what you see from people who don't know they have, for example, the preoccupied attachment. People that don't know about their attachment category and they don't take it seriously to understand that therapy can help them, here's what they don't know how to say, wow, you know what, this triggered me. That's why I reacted that way and actually thanks for triggering me because I'm going to try and learn how to not be in this state. So the next time I do this, just remind me, they'll be reminded on their own. Okay, so a person who's knowing of attachment and trauma will if they want to become their emotional grown-up, their three-year-old whole heart, Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali, grow up. We have a collective of these and we have the other ones. I told you about that in one of the readings. This is not a competition. It's just that the other ones, quote-unquote, they're not others. I don't like <laughs> reminding me of loss. Please, let's not create groups. It's that you will be faced and presented with the opportunity deal with people who have three-year-old broken hearts is how I call it because they don't regain the full relationship with their restored and embodied self so they choose to disengage from becoming more human and to sit in their nervous system with their arousal state or whatever it is that their pattern is this is none of our business they're pleasant just they project that's all Okay, so they'll project and you know how to handle projection. You catch it. Whoa, that one was great or not. Depends what it is. Okay, so it's just words flying out of the mouth of some person in a charged state. That's all it is. In fact, energy can't block you. Please stop listening to 4D who keeps telling you to protect yourself from people. And if you actually do believe it, excuse me, then go to 4D channelers. Please do not be in a 5D plane because you're not here yet. If you don't understand what I just spoke from my mouth, you're not in 5D because you haven't moved beyond spirituality conceptually or within your body. Because I'm speaking words out of my mouth that allows me to say, I know how the sciences are showing there's no demon in, in your body and there's an embodied brain and what happens when you have an attachment rupture and when you have trauma. And explaining why your non-integrated brain will lead you to have blackout moments and how depersonalization, derealization, and that type of clinical dissociation is not ideal for you. Your fear receptor is wonky. Things are going on. Why are you not looking into good therapy? Oh, because you don't want to. Because now that you did Reiki, you feel better. Or now that you did this, you feel better. Okay, fine. You feel better today. When this presents itself again, what are you going to do? The plan is, if you're, if, you're, if you're a person who's wanting to get out of that, then you have a plan, I'll put it that way, of how to regulate your emotions. And that's why we have a group. So people who can handle that, great. And they keep themselves in check, great. Because that means they're saying, I want to be a compassionate human being. I want to be myself. And I know how to work as a grown-up. And I'm good with it. Those who instead, the other group, don't, we put that to the side. Again, the opportunity when we meet people who project is for us to be the Zen masters. This is the collective I speak to. So whether it's a non-disciple, a disciple, or a compulsive thief, or we don't have anything to say in the sense of let me judge you based on your attachment category or on your trauma. No, I will not judge you. I will use the best of my ability, the words, to be loving and respectful and kind and compassionate. And that's my default mode on purpose. That's a whole three-year-old heart. Krishna, Lila, Shiva, Kali. That's a 5D collective. 
whether educated or mystic, not. It's I'm a person, you're a person, and I'm decent inside my emotional equanimous body. I don't have a charge. And when I do have a charge, if I'm reactive, I will apologize because that will be out of place unnecessary. We also don't have people manipulate us because they can't. Because manipulation is when you use your words in certain ways and you choose to do certain things, but the reality is a whole three-year-old heart is not pulled by any strings because we're there because we want to be there. We have secure connections. Again, if you don't show up for me the way I showed up for you, I'm not writing on my little black book, oh, they showed up for me 10 times. Oh, that means that I can't show up for them 20. No, they breadcrumbed me. Uh, no, we're not writing anything down. Every day is a new day. Oh, wow, they showed up for me. No, they didn't. Okay, cool, cool beans. Again, solo poly here. It's really nice. You know how to be your own self-regulator because of your embodied brain. That's all it takes. All it takes is you being a human in your brain. And on that note, some of us did get lucky with aliels. You'll find out more about that one in one of the video episodes and on one of maybe our episodes too um, because I just found out about that one. So when you feel deeply and that's some of us, I raise my hand. Apparently it makes you have the potential to be more resilient. And I'm like, yeah, well, probably because my nervous system and anyone who feels deeply knew, okay, you're going to get ready for a ride. And so learn how to handle the waves and you're just waving away in the waves of emotions. Okay, on that note harmony and your whole self the adult self it's really awesome it's awesome to be the adult you with your three-year-old whole heart when we meet people who have broken hearts we don't do anything they do low self-esteem they will be rigid they will project da -da -da -da. again they will be all formal and proper and you name it man or they'll just be like ah so it's rigid or chaos usually it's one of the two okay and on that note let me spell something also out some people, like I said, they're on a journey. And so we cannot expect people who are on a journey, and right now I'm talking about those who go to therapy, it takes time before they move out of their, uh, what is it, the sympathetic modulated. Because once you begin, again, to do healing, there's a part where there is upset still for not having been given the opportunity to be, to have a, have a normal, have, they don't use the word normal, have a typical child-centric. Basically, a lot of people don't have a child-centric life because a lot, I shouldn't say a lot, but you know what? I actually feel there's more than not. Let me share with you all before we go, Patrick Tiahan, because he always has something good. And he uses the word a little bit, I would say too much, but I understand it because he's a childhood trauma survivor. That's what I was saying. Those who have had a broken three-year-old heart and they move into mending it and become their adult self, they will have a remembrance of the things that didn't happen. We need both sides because that's the part. They have a side that I don't know about and that makes the picture whole so that people on both sides can say, okay, I can become compassionate in my body. I can become a human 101 and integrate my brain. But my, so one body, three-year-old whole heart, will remember giggly, happy, gooey, the other will have that, but there will be potentially, they, they know their story, a, a hint of the remembrance of what didn't happen. Because implicit memory is not something you control, it's in your body. So it takes your awareness and your time 
to process that depth of loneliness. It's a depth of loneliness and terror. And, and that's something that no one can give a time frame on. So that's why I was saying a person with a whole three-year-old heart, they'll still potentially feel, I'm saying potentially because I don't know the broken three-year-old heart. I only know the whole three-year-old heart. So I can use descriptions. Okay. So Patrick Tiahan, he says, I've taken this from a YouTube video I did about being a class clown, his personal story. Okay, toxic family systems, he says, expect children to be amazing without giving them any help. And then he goes on to share this dynamic, the one about the class clown, is an exact, or no, not that one. Okay, he's taking it from the video. Okay, just ignore that other stuff. This dynamic, continue to read now, is an example of childhood emotional neglect. He says, my mentor would often say that kids need so much repetition and help growing up. That had always stayed with me because it was so foreign to me when I heard it. He says, what does she mean by help? And then he puts some examples. The 8-year-old needs hands-on help with homework. The 12-year-old needs help to focus on their life, not yours. The child learning piano needs daily practice reminders, not criticism for being stuck. The 4th grader is going to need to learn how to put dinner on without an adult's help. High schoolers can't perform well if their life is unsafe at home. Each child needs a competent and healthy adult who knows a structure for their development and success. But he goes on to say, but children are blamed anyway for not performing like a well-adjusted adult on the first go. This often results in struggles to start things, procrastination, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism in adulthood. Neglected kids don't get the help they need for a normal and right-sized process. So on that note, we want to remind people in general that, let me use said guru, every living being is a natural seeker. seeker. Only those who have reduced themselves to purely physical entities will stop seeking. Otherwise, all life is seeking. Now, the purely physical entity is anybody who chooses to disregard their emotional plane. And here's Bezel van der Kolk. Our sense of motivation comes from being in touch with our bodies and our bodies pushing us on to do things. If one's sense of their body is shut down, that is the issue. And you cannot make people's bodies come alive by passively giving them advice. You actually need to activate their physical system. So please remember, people don't choose their attachment wounds or their trauma history. They don't choose any of it. We need to help and support people to learn about it. Here's another Patrick Tian. A lowered tolerance for dysfunction is a sign of progress in healing. And he says, we go through tough changes as we work on ourselves or in therapy. However, our new way of being in the world, big or small, can make us question if the change is good. If you're a bit raw, doing things outside your comfort zone and unable to be in situations you used to be okay with, you're doing it right. Progress breaks our old tolerance for discomfort, abuse, and bullshit. He says, you might be unable to gossip with your mother about a sibling anymore. You might not be able to tolerate one-sided intimacy like before. You might not be able to people-please with your boss like you used to. You might be unable to jump into another's mess at your own expense like you used to. You might be unable to keep it going with self-consumed people like you used to. But the hard part is the new territory. We often wonder if we are growing too cold, selfish, or protective. And he says, nope. 
you're just getting healthier and it's foreign and won't feel graceful for a while yet. And to share with you all, since see, I am a whole three-year-old heart, so I didn't have to go through any of this. I've always known healthy boundaries. 5D Collective knows healthy boundaries as conversations and not accusations. It's you being able to understand we all have, again, different ways of love language. It's you being able to use your words eloquently with kindness. It's you being able to be passionate, all these things, okay, and feel not in any way, shape, or form doubting, okay? So I have no self-doubt. The whole three-year-old heart has no self-doubt. As a child, the story, you all know it. I won't share it all again, but I'm saying the big grown-up in the house disobeyed me and I went to make the suitcase. This is important to note because that's my Maria implicit memory. So when I say implicit memory, these are sensations that arise, which is also why the one person who gets still the besides my twin, but it's two people who with a person who is already a differentiated self, me again, I get rigid, which is the adaptive child, because when you're getting forceful, you're getting rigid. Chaotic means uh, when you're like, ah, like in a way of nerves and anxiety. I don't believe chaotic is the part about being firm, is what I'm saying and describing. Obviously, everybody has a different experience, but chaos would have a nervous system being very frazzled and preoccupied and worried. That's what chaotic means in this case. Mine is not chaotic. I don't become a person who's scared with my family, my mother and twin. I, I get aggressive, quote unquote. I get angry. I get rigid. My tone becomes me. Is the word that I'm going to use. That's why I'm bossy. I'm a bossy person and I'm doing always my best to not be it. But see, here's, I laugh because we are all going to have flaws and imperfections. If we take ownership, accountability, and we work on it, that's what gets you to keep moving into your equanimity, enlightenment, soul age group. It's not about perfection. That doesn't exist in the world of enlightenment. Anyone who still thinks about there being no emotions in enlightenment, they, they really don't have anything together at all. But that's because they, they follow words that they don't understand. I'm explaining. You're securely attached functional adult, whole three-year-old heart. Okay, so let's get back to the ones who are learning how to be okay with healthy boundaries. It's uh, what Patrick Tiahan says. As you master it, though, how do you master it? When it happens where you feel that feeling, you just acknowledge, you know what, I'm used to being a person or however it is, actually. I don't, I don't think words are necessary in this moment, I would say the minute that you feel something that reminds you of the past is the minute you bring in the feeling of I'm the adult of my own self. I'm a differentiated self. I disengage my nervous system from what I'm perceiving outside of me. And I remind myself for one second, I am a person that comes from a past with trauma, shame cycle. So, okay, thanks shame cycle for reminding me or whatever, you know, thanks emotion for coming up. I'm going to put you to the side and I'm going to allow myself not to doubt myself, but I'm going to allow myself to stand here and be equanimous to the best of my ability. So it's really a game of uncharging the emotion, transforming, recalibrating. Okay, so for me, being the bossy person in my household, I learned how to accept I'm bossy. Okay, now I'm going to work on that. I'm going to get out of being bossy. And in moments in time, I've always moved more and more and more towards here. 
So I've done things that were disrespectful to my twin, for example. She remembers it. I remember it. I remember learning from it. And yes, disrespectful, the word, I used it. So we know how to say we have at times fucked up. This is the part also about enlightenment soul age group. We can fuck up. It's normal. It's human. That's the point. Even though they don't want to use the word normal, we can say typical, whatever it is. I don't deal with the ego sensitive people personally. I want to use my words. If you're a person who's offended, I'm so sorry. You know, go and and, and go listen to somebody who's reading from a script. (laughs) Because the reality is, if we can't talk and you need filters, there, that's projection. That's you telling me I need to filter my mouth because you can't handle words. It's like me wanting to say to everybody on Facebook, stop posting shitty pictures of people suffering and animals suffering because I don't like seeing it. Uh No, you know what I do? I just say, "Uh, nope, nope, Facebook. I don't want to see this. I actually use the little three dots and anywhere I'm on social media and I just say what I want to see and don't see and I don't go whining on Twitter or X or whatever. (laughs) That name, man. I I don't know if I'll get used to it, but former Twitter X and any of the platforms so any person who's projecting is a teenager in my personal book and is a 4d person and here's the three-year-old broken hearts they don't know how to handle their emotion and they want others to regulate them based on using words that they will say ah you need to use the words i want you to use and you need to be a world that i want you to be in and it's like okay real talk (laughs) did you think out of eight billion people in all these countries that the world's going to be like you want what are you doing (laughs) where are the flat earthers come on in okay so on that note with this lovely new moon those who are putting pieces together and blossoming and knowing we're all shiny stars We all play a role in each other's lives. They're not doing cancel. No twin flame. Yes, twin flame. Divine here, divine there. It's it's all one big boat. But serious note, and they're all serious. However, this one about attachment and trauma, it's not about imposing on people to go and do any journey either. We will have people who will not do anything because that's their state of consciousness. There's other soul age groups besides the enlightenment soul age group. Okay, and it is a big, big, long journey for people to work on their stuff. And that's only if they want to become the adult version of their three-year-old self. So it's with the make a wish and will it come true? Okay, once it's come true, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to take it? Are you going to do it? And this is the part about depends. Do you have expectations? No expectations. What, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, So long story short, we do talk about how not to have expectations that stifles your expansion, but it's not about you not having them at all. It's about you knowing if I have them, oh, look, my expectations, they weren't met. Oh, well, of course, (laughs) I'm not the only human in town. Uh, You didn't not show up. It's not a trust break. We just have different ways of experiencing relationship. Again, the solo polyamory person with secure attachment here. She is, I, anybody who's secure will know what I'm talking about, solo, not because we're alone, polyamory because we love many and in different ways, and the part of solo, it's I'm my own ability to self-regulate because I have an integrated brain, and all of my charge parts are with my adult, I'm the adult speaking, but they can come up, and I'll recognize them, who's I, me, Maria, the person, the same way you can. It's not a genius's world. It's an actual mental with your brain, with your embodied brain. And it's an understanding that we talk about all the time. I explain it like this. 
you have questions, reach out. And then there's good trauma therapists for those who understand, you know what, I need more than just personal development because I can tell that when it comes to harnessing my patterns, I'm having a bit of a struggle here. So I know that I need more. I want more. I deserve to give myself more. EMDR, child parts, IFS work with somatics. I deserve a good therapist. That's, that's the word. Oh, and when people manipulate, uh, there are ways that we will know. In Italian, there's a saying about um, a person always drawing water from their own well. And so trying to draw water for their own well, I'm translating in my head while I'm speaking to you. So this thing took place. It was very cute, though, because the, this, this, this human being who I don't know how to always read because I don't actually try to read people at all. Like, you just show me what you are. That's it. I don't care about what's beneath the surface, meaning I care about what we're sharing from the heart and heart. What you want to share with me and show me, there you go. That's it. I don't need to know whatever it is you don't want to show me. And right now what I'm talking is when people have malevolent intents, like they're doing something with a spiteful attitude. Okay, let's be specific. So that's where I, I don't try to pick up on somebody trying to do something in a way of uh, planning. Okay, but I, I'm, I'm pretty right here. I trust my gut. And actually, I'm humored by people and when they try to do things because it's like, wow. Okay, then, you know, so long story short, I don't try to figure out is it true, not true right here. Don't spend time in other people's place. That's what I'm trying to get to. I just allow it to take place. And what perspires always, though, is, is, is a person giving themselves away because what words you choose to use will allow a person to know what you are doing. Now, when people choose silence, here's where there's two reasons why. And in either cases, it's a active choice. It's a safe way to play something that you don't know how to, by the way, play, because love is not a play in the sense of a game. It's a playground because we can love each other spontaneously. Okay. And so, yes, if you meet any type of manipulation, if you're 5D, you're never actually manipulable because you have a whole three-year-old heart. And if you have just recently gotten here, like Patrick Tian points out, you will know healthy boundaries and you will begin and just consistently say, I'm going to trust me and I'm going to do me and I'm going to be respectful about it and say no. Okay, so you learn no without the charge. This is the part about the healthy boundaries for a person that is coming out of basically having had a level of trauma and attachment wounds that they've uncovered. Da, 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 da. So back to the story that I was sharing, when somebody wants something for them and they think that they can get an edge by playing with words because they think that they can know how a person's mind works, and so they try out different things. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because, again, they're trying to get something out of you because they want it. And there's always a way you can tell because there's an intent behind an action. And when you're instead spontaneously just enjoying relationships, there's no intent. There's, I like you. You want to play like spontaneously or... You know, you want to share some, it's, it's all gooey and stuff. There's no plan. There's no rigidity. 
There is no strategy. It's spontaneous. You can always feel spontaneity. Now, when you find adults who are spontaneous, so we're going to start seeing a lot of those people because of good attachment researchers and trauma therapists teaching people how to be securely attached and because there are those of us like myself who are spontaneously loving all the time, independently from what the rigid people or chaotic people bring to us, we don't have a trust break. So like the story, this person, I won't try to understand what they're doing. I found it humorous, that's all. And I asked on purpose about the equation that they then went ahead to describe and kept on explaining. And as they continued to try to explain, I'm like, I'm not, you, you, you've answered me satisfactorily. I understood what you just said. You can stop now if you want. You know, and as they kept going, I was like, okay, I think that this person <laughs> is trying to actually do something. And I find that so adorable, but, you know, to be continued. So new moon, discoveries. Any one of you want to share anything new? Please do. We will always have the Be Yourself section. I might actually set up a second, uh, what's it called? A second second be yourself that's right yes because we have the inner growth mindset i might set up one at some point for our spirituality community and with questions and whatnot and we can do some interviews successful yes the successful manifestation stories for those who are spirituality awakened and it doesn't have to mean you have clairs or not because we're all spiritual okay so we're all a process but I want to bring the two together because now that we have a bigger community and family, you know, it's uh, just nice. And it's nice to see Claire's being used from the 5D collective versus just what the 4D is doing. And they're entertaining, by the way. So let's, let's keep on rooting for their own journey to come out of that spot. But actually, you know what, now that I think about it, I'm saying in my brain right now, I'm channeling lower and higher toroidal field. They're settling into the 5D plane. So I feel that we will be settling into, and that makes sense because consciousness in an effort to expand will always have two sides to a story. So we have two charges essentially. Um, that's because they continue, at least for now, to come together and recalibrate together and create those rainbow effects and colors. And it's kind of like the galaxy with the dark matter, dark energy, the reason why eventually it will lead us to potentially a cold and dark, slow death is because stars are moving apart from each other. So they can't come and mingle and tingle and mix their gases and do like little shows of stars and Here's my way of sharing with you some of what I learned through these documentaries on the universe and galaxy. So uh, again, it makes sense when you're a person who's in the infinite consciousness potential group because you know that we are always expanding and it's an infinite expansion, uh, beginning, ending, beginning, ending. And while some choose to stay in the middle because of suffering, and because there's no point, so they know Shiva. All wise souls know Shiva. All of us. That's why. Oh, and we're all souls. We're all a piece of energy. So it's fascinating when you meet the ones who choose in decision, and they choose not to move into anything else because they saw it all. And when they chose to learn about suffering, it was 
something that devastated them and the, this is past lives so I, I again have some people that came for consultation so people who have chosen not to expand it's because they're like what's the point it's always going to be this so why should I bother trying to do anything else I, I, I'd rather live a specific type of energy and it's their own choosing we need the rainbow to expand or not need it's part of what is called life and humanly speaking we can look at our history books so we don't have to navigate in the mind's eye by the way if we look at our history books we will notice that we're expanding because we have more humanity in the forefront like the psychology community mental health neuroscience neurobiology all of them have explained and are explaining human nature it's love it's you, it's I, but it's only once you be, be able to move into your whole three-year-old heart, your restored and embodied self, so unconsciously loving who you are with flaws and imperfections and others. Let's talk about attachment, trauma, and for those who are healing, seriously, we are here for each other. No trust breaks. There's the ability to know how to speak, create healthy boundaries, because it's not canceling. It's always about conversations, but it's also about taking accountability and ownership, so when we are told you disrespected me so sorry let me try again if we are not able to be ourselves and have fun okay you know the recalibration is going to be straightforward we are going to be able and just engage formally if you will or whatever mix comes about everybody's story is different the ones that are beautiful are the tangos that we get to actively pursue and dance and uh, that's what's coming up for those of you who have moved into becoming your own functional adult secure attachment person and you're continuing to know and move into emotional body regulation skills and just being and doing you and that's again help those who have chosen the same especially the ones who need to have spontaneous hearts even if they're not here just yet meaning they still feel fear they still have the opportunity to learn how to feel a nervous system that's open and spontaneous and to test those waters and slowly become comfortable with co-regulation. And then that will lead them to being able to consistently be good with their own self-regulation and they're therefore healing and becoming their full adult with those child parts thanks to being in relationships. Because remember, trauma is relational and intimacy is at the core you gain intimacy with your body and you get your brain your mind and all of that on board right somatic harmony restorative embodied self beginning then you get to begin intimacy within your relationships and build secure connections so for the polyamory community we build secure connections and if we want secure attachments we are able to spell that out for the monogamy community, the monoamorous community, you have one attachment figure that you will choose to romantically love and that will be it for you. And to deal with, let's say there's betrayal or cheating, all that stuff that happens with monoamorous people. If you're in monogamy, some people are with a polyamory person while they stay monoamorous, for example. So there's a different number of love couples now and the individuals though who are securely attached and are learning how to we have conversations here's the data here's the story subjective story mine subjective story yours here's the feelings here's the here's the aspects here's the triggers here's okay so what are we going to do about it well let's figure it out 
you know, and or sometimes it's not, let's figure it out. It's just a hug. Shit, I was triggered. I'm so sorry. I had, you know, that moment. It just triggered me. That's it. It's actually not something that we have to revisit because I'm slowly getting used to not being triggered. I'm slowly learning how to be empowered. That's a person who's learning how to work with their triggers, which means they accept. So for example, polyamory versus monoamory. A person who's with a polyamorous person can learn how to, in time, be securely attached because they will be given the opportunity to feel threatened and they will notice it though and they will say, I'm not threatened because I am a person, the person who they're with has direct communication, I trust them because in time I can learn that they will be a pattern that I will get to know, they will get to know me and we continue to fulfill and support each other to expand. So self-regulation, co-regulation safely equals direct communication, no shitting on each other, no shame, no blame, no fault, no lying, no revenge, none of that. And then secure base, we want each other to expand and become the version of ourselves, personal development that we want. So it's not about do I love one or many? It's about we love each other. You love many. I might love one, vice versa, da, da, da. We're here committed and we will not be able to know this for sure because the surety is not given. It's every day. Will you come home again tonight or not? That's it. <laughs> it's called trusting. And for people who are serious about their life as grown-ups, the securely attached, this is the beauty of tango because you got two ventral vagal nervous system people in the room or the house or whatever, or three. But the point is you have people who are committed to taking ownership and accountability of their emotions and thoughts and to speak about things, which is very beautiful. No insulting, no yelling. Triggers are not you yelling at each other. Triggers means there's a reaction and then there's talking about the reaction. That's the point of why it begins to become secure attachment connection if there's sharing spaces and time and relationships and information and all of that. So FYI, that's why I do share channel guidance and readings for my polyamory community because there are no readers at all that I've seen that are actually able to understand that some people are polyamorous, literally. <laughs> they just keep on, again, making these lists. It's like, okay, we're going to start diving into the different energy sphere because some people don't have... To make any choices is why would you choose things sometimes there are people that we're connected to and they're in our energy sphere and they're happy and dandy and we're just having you know interactions they're not doing anything like that person who i was using as an example because somebody did pick them up for example in my energy sphere and that is why i actually my my mind drew to what they were saying because of that so it was funny as a reader I always know that the readers do pick up on the energy around us. We all do. But a 4D reader is going to have one story to share with you because their interpretation is for the 4D collective. A 5D reader and one who is open to all types of love lifestyles will tell you and share with you a completely different potential because there's more opportunity, because there's more to every person when you are the whole self of you you are the one who's leading you not uh the other way around and again you have a relationship with your entire oversoul so you don't put people to the side just because they don't know how to be a grown-up version of themselves some people they think that they can be done with therapy 
And some people, they can be done with it, but you will notice when they're a functional adult because they won't play any little quote-unquote mind games. So again, I say quote-unquote because a whole three-year-old heart, we don't fall for mind games. We can't play with our mind because we know where we stand. We're integral at all times, and our throat chakra, in fact, only expands furthermore. So we don't cancel, clear, or delete. We just learn more and more and more. How can we talk to each other? Functional adult love language. My 5D mystics, my lovely enlightenment soul age group peeps, other soul age group peeps, all of those of you with Claire's, all of those of you with the attachment, security in the forefront, and trauma, welcome aboard. I am happy for our ship to sail. I'm looking forward to what's to come in the ending of our 2023 and the beginning of our 2024, especially with being able to integrate all of that, which is from our lovely plane of mysticism and, again, educational stuff. So tune on in again and have a wonderful new moon.